Seventh Ave produces the highest quality, best tasting frozen pizza available in the market today. If delicious toppings are what you crave, look no further. Our thin crust pizza are made with the highest quality ingredients, including spicy sauces, hearty meats, and assortment of delicious Wisconsin cheese. The meats are real, no fillers. Check out the brand new breakfast pizza at just some of these great locations like Cup Foods, Holiday Gas Stations, and Hy-Vee. Seven that pizza before pizza became trendy. Get you some. This is Bobby Boucher from the 50 Shades of Boucher podcast, and you're listening to Sports Done Right. Oh, yeah. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. What's up? It's Carl Anthony Towns. 12 to shoot. Cat going to work. Pounding the dribble. In the paint. Up with the left hand. Count it for two. Eight straight points for Carl Anthony Towns. A drive to left field. Are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> what a comeback by the Twins. Up to the line. Rodin. A drive. Got through. Save quick. Caprice off on the Deep shot, got a man, Jefferson, you bet, touchdown Minnesota! Oh buddy, what is going on everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor coming to you. Thank you once again for joining us on the Sports Done Right podcast, my peeps. Oh man, there is really so much to get to tonight, so... um Let's just get to it. First off, you can follow Vince Wright on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. Make sure you're following the shows on Instagram and Facebook. Just hit up Sports Done Right, and you will be right there, my friends. And man, I don't know. You know, I delayed the show like an extra day here because I. You know, I just, this gopher game, we'll get into the Vikings a little bit later, but man, what have I, what have I always told you here about these gophers? What have I told you? Be cool. Don't listen. Don't read the papers. Show me on the field. Well, we saw what happened on the field with Iowa here, and man, it was not good. It really was not good. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. I mean, you can you can probably hear it in my voice tonight. I 
I'm just really, really, really perplexed here. So, you know, I'm pulling up the stats. So the Gophers go down 13-10 in a game that they really, really, really had no business losing, even with a freshman quarterback outside of, uh, you know, the Iowa Hawkeyes come out, start the game, have that great screen pass over to their tight end. They get this big 40, 50-yard gain. They're in business. They're moving. But, hey, the Gophers keep them to a field goal. And I just, you know, if if you were going to win the Big Ten West, this was the year to do it. And I don't know if they're going to have another opportunity like this to wrap it up. So let me just get my head clear. SportsGov is just very, very upset right now because you can't keep losing to mediocre Iowa teams. I keep saying it. If you listen to this show, you hear me saying it time and time again. Man, aren't you sick and fucking tired of these last? It's always come down. We got to, you know, sit on our hands, bite our fingernails. Oh, my God, the Iowa-Wisconsin, these last two games, it always comes down to this, and we can never get past the Iowa side of it. Man, Ethan passes for seven. He passed 15 times for 87 yards. He had the one big interception on the drive. You know, big Mo, Mo Ibrahim, 39 carries, 263 yards, one touchdown. And I know people are coming down on both sides of this. Gov, why why is he carrying the ball almost 40 times? Gov, Mo is as sure a foot of running back as there is in the nation, he rarely fumbles. Well, fumbled on the big drive that was looking like we were going down to take the lead and maybe get this win finally to bring Floyd of Rosedale, the pig, back home. But no. The Gophers, and I don't know why PJ does this. And listen, I'm just going to tell you right now because what you are going to hear me say is no different than what you've been hearing from you know, folks on KFAN, Dan Barrero in particular, who I thought him and Chip Scroggins did a phenomenal job breaking down that gopher game on his show. All props to him, man. When Dan is on and focused like that, he's one of the best around, and that's why I enjoy listening to Barrero. But, man, he was spot on. PJ, this playing scared, this playing not to win, and we've seen it at times even when the Gophers have taken leads in, in some of these big games. They... You know, prevent defense is what we used to call it back in the day. But to put yourself, again, in a position where you fall, where you, you know, let Iowa get up on you 10 nothing. Now you got to play from behind. And that's what you don't want to do against this Iowa team. Because the Gophers just have a history of not being able to, to win. You know, this is the eighth year in a row that I was taking home this trophy. And let's stop calling it a rivalry game because it's not a rivalry. You know, we talked about this a few years ago with Wisconsin. You got to win a few of these to make it a rivalry. Folks, I had, when I was tailgating with the queen of Gopher tailgates, the lovely Nadine Babu, shouts out to, to the queen and for all she did with some awesome tailgates this year. But there was an Iowa fan that came up to me and we were talking. And and this guy said to me, he goes, Gov, you know, I almost wish you guys would win the game today 
just so we can maybe try and start making this a rivalry. Listen to that. Iowa fan in his Iowa gear, almost throwing us a, a bone, throwing us some pittance. Man, I, I, you know, I almost wish you guys could win today just so we could make, you know, start trying to make this a rivalry, he says. I, and, you know, I couldn't agree. I mean, it was just, or I couldn't agree more. I mean, this is not a rivalry. You know, I thought Trey Potts was going to do a lot more in the rushing game. He only had 13 yards on five carries. And I I get people are on both sides of this mo thing. He carried too much. Did we, you know, we were using our thoroughbred too much. And in the meantime, he's stacking up 263 rushing yards. So, you know, he's running all over the place. It's just go for luck. Oh, well, you know, the guy who rarely fumbles, fumbles on arguably one of the most important drives of the season. Freshman quarterback throws an interception. You know, was bobbled, bounced up in the air, unfortunately, right into the hands of a Hawkeye defenseman. But then you break down the Gophers wide receivers. And again, you know, I'm looking here. And we got some new names in the mix, but they only had a couple catches apiece. Daniel Jackson, Laminke Brockington. There's Brevin Span Ford there. You know, even Ibrahim had a pass coming out of the backfield. And it's just so disappointing because the Gopher defense, and once again, they, they did all they could. Look, man, they only gave up 13 points. You give up 13 points to a, a, a mediocre Iowa team. But yet, timeouts, PJ, wasted three timeouts in the first quarter. We have nothing to use in the second quarter to to manage the clock if we're going into halftime. Iowa deferred, so Iowa got the ball right out of, you know, um, right out of halftime. And it's just like, it was an ugly game to watch. But yet, the Gophers were right there after three quarters. And... You know, it's it, it's just that damn gopher thing, man, where it's just you can't make the plays when they matter most in the games that matter most. Coaches, you know, seem to be coaching a little bit skittish all of a sudden. And, you know, I don't know, man. And it's just so frustrating because, again, now get into the Wisconsin side of it here this week, but. The Gophers just blew a, a golden opportunity, so to speak. Iowa comes in here. Spencer Petrus, he's looking like a world beater all of a sudden. He goes 15 to 24 for 221 yards, but no touchdowns, but no interceptions. You know, they don't have any rushes of, of note down there. Uh, Caleb Johnson, eight carries, 43 yards. LaShawn Williams, 11 carries, 38 yards. But that Gopher D did a good job on him. Hell, they, they held uh, Spencer Patris, the quarterback, to minus 14 rushing yards, people. But yet here we are. Out of the West. At 7-4 overall. You know, bowl eligible, great. But, you know, I thought 
Dan Barrero on his show over on KFAN brought up a very interesting point, and I'll put it out here to go for Nation. Is this program regressing? I mean, has has this program leveled off? Have we seen the best? Was 2019 the best we're going to see? I don't know. But they better find some wide receivers. I don't know how you recruit them here if you're just going to hand off to your main running backs all game long. And I, and I get it. The guy ran for 265 yards. But, you know, one of the things I said that was going to be a key in this game for the new freshman quarterback from Minnesota was he's going to have to complete a couple big passes, and that didn't really happen. Spencer Petrus did. Key difference. Uh, very windy day, very cold day. There's a lot of argument because if you looked at the, the flags up high, they were definitely blowing in the breeze. I'm in the front row, right behind the visitor's bench. I was catching wind in the face. But, you know, Iowa found a way to throw the ball in that wind at times. Gophers did not. And... I don't know. It's just kind of the same old game plan here from the Gophers. You know, Kirk Scirocco, we were so happy to get him back. And, you know, and, and memories of 2019 with him and Tanner Morgan. And, you know, this just hasn't worked. We're right back to where we are, 7-4. and four. You know, the Big Ten West standings right now, Iowa on top, tied with Purdue 5-3. and three. It's Iowa's to lose, basically, is Iowa beat Purdue. Illinois kind of tailing off now. They're four and four. Minnesota four and four. Wisconsin four and four. Nebraska two and six. And lowly Northwestern at one and seven. So just a very, very, very disappointing result at Huntington Bank Stadium in Minneapolis this past weekend. You know, it, it was just very frustrating to see it because, man, again, you you keep losing the mediocre teams. And especially Iowa and Wisconsin. These are not great Iowa and Wisconsin teams. And we talk about the Gophers' last game, the true rivalry game for the Axe Gophers, trying to actually keep the Axe in Minneapolis. So that's what it's all about here. Uh, they take on the 6-5 and five Wisconsin Badgers. And Wisconsin came back 12 points in the fourth quarter, and they – Barely eked out a win down in Lincoln, Nebraska against the Cornhuskers last weekend, 15-14. to Graham Mertz, complete bust. There's no if ands, or buts about that, man. He was 8 of 18, 83 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Remember that first couple games that that kid had? And I, I remember on this show, I was like, damn, Wisconsin's got a quarterback, a real quarterback. Well, not so much. Chez Malusi rushed for uh, 98 yards. Braylon Allen rushed for 92 yards. But again, not a great Wisconsin team by any stretch of the imagination. So, as I said for the Iowa game, do I have, you know, Gov, what's your prediction for this week? Wisconsin, Minnesota. Well, F. The Gophers are going to play, and if they're going to be coached like they were in this Iowa game, then Wisconsin is probably going to roll a little bit easier. Wisconsin has a better rushing attack um, than we're used to seeing from Iowa. 
But, you know, I mean, these are not, you know, this isn't Jonathan Taylor rushing at you by any means or some of the great Wisconsin backs of the past. But if the Gophers don't come out in this game, man, and, and start dictating the action early from start to finish, they're in trouble. And I'm going to roll this past you, you know, Minnesota fans. Gophers lose this game. They're going to finish fifth in the Big Ten West. Fifth. Let that one sink in. Contract extensions, signing the head coach, and I'm not calling for PJ's job. But that staff's got to find a way to do things differently and get better as a coaching staff, just as we expect our players to get better on the field. Just seems very predictable right now when you're watching that uh, go for offense. Turn the kid loose a little bit. He's going to have to learn how to pass the ball. He's got a great arm. He's a freshman. He's going to make some mistakes. It's going to happen. But I'm telling you, man, this was just a very disappointing season for Minnesota Gopher football. It was out there on the platter for you. You started off strong. And I don't know what happened after the Michigan State game, man, but it all just went south after that. And here we are. Close out the Big Ten talk here. Michigan, Ohio State, the big battle, the rivalry of rivalries next week. I'm picking Ohio State in a real, well, I'm picking Ohio State, and I think they can win this game by about 10 points. I'm looking at maybe a 30 to 21, 35, 25, somewhere in there, uh, battle over Michigan. If they come out a little hyped up, I mean, college football playoffs, Big Ten championship game, you know, maybe they they can put it on. But I think Ohio State is really ready to exact some revenge on Michigan for last year. Michigan, just great, good team, undefeated, like what they're doing. But I think Ohio State's just a little bit better. So you have those two on top of the East, Penn State, Maryland, Hey, and props to Maryland, man. They kept that game close with Ohio State. So uh, Maryland's got a lot of talent on the team. Michigan State, disappointing 3-5. and five. They're 5-6 five and six overall. Indiana, Rutgers, bringing up the tail division. Let's please remove Rutgers from the Big Ten division, please. All right, folks. That is the Big Ten talk here. Very, very quickly, we have the college football playoffs Give you an idea there. Talk a little national scene. Georgia's still on top. You know, 11-0. Ohio State, number two. Michigan, number three. So one of those guys is going to fall out of the top four, more than likely, because with LSU at five, excuse me, TCU is four. Let's say Georgia, TCU, hold Pat. Got Georgia, LSU coming up in the SEC championship game. So you have LSU at number five. You have the University of Southern California at number six. Just trying to find a way to maybe get that Pac-12 love back in there before they head on over to the Big Ten. And, of course, you got the Bama, Alabama just sitting there, just sitting there at number seven. Boy, if they're like, man, if we could just get LSU to lose in that championship game. Everybody loves seeing Bama in the playoffs. They may be right there again. To round it out, number eight, Clemson. Number nine, Oregon. Tennessee down to number two, or excuse me, number 10. Quarterback suffering an ACL injury. Just horrible, man, because he is such a special talent. 
highs he would have been at the heisman gathering but not to be unfortunately so there you have it man that's all you really need to know about the college football scene those four georgia ohio state michigan tcu all 11 and 0 stay tuned there will be a shakeup because ohio state and michigan are planned and it's going to be a dandy all right folks let's do this we are going to take a break got a little music for you a little prince a little little something from the big boy family i'll leave it at that just kind of chilling tonight the night before thanksgiving one of the things i do want to wish you all though is a very very happy thanksgiving i am definitely thankful for what this show has brought me the audience how we've grown this show, how we've grown this audience, how we've interacted with the audience. We were meeting and, you know, when when Twitter does things right, this is what happens. So to everybody out there, thank you so much for supporting the Sports Done Right podcast. We really appreciate it. And we will be right back. We're going to talk about that Vikings debacle. We're going to talk a little more NFL, uh, Green Bay quarterback over there says he's playing with a broken thumb now all kinds of stuff happening as well oh oh, one more thing too december 16th the miracle at the met i wanted to mention that for my friends uh, tommy kramer and crew it is going to be a very special night out at the radisson blue hotel mall of america come by meet the guys and we're going to relive the miracle at the met we're going to hear stories from bud grant Ahmad Rashad is coming through. He is going to be in town. Tommy Kramer is going to be there. And other Vikings are signing up as well. Stu Voigt is going to be there. Carl Eller, the Hall of Famer, is going to be there. And a few other faces as well. Teddy Brown is going to be there. And I think Keith Millard has uh, confirmed as well. So the list keeps growing. Go to TommyKramer.com for ticket information and how to buy autograph tickets to get your memorabilia signed by all those stars as well so again that is december 16th my friends we will be right back keep it tuned here i am vince Wright, the sports governor and this is the sports done right podcast hey what's up everybody vince Wright, the sports governor and host of the sports done right podcast and i'm here to tell you about cultivated cbd The best CBD products on the market come from Cultivated CBD. So whether you want a roll-on, a smokable option, maybe you want some of the gummies to help you with your anxiety or pain relief, go to CultivatedCBD.com, the best CBD company out there, and tell them Vince Wright, the sports governor, sent you. Yeah, the way you kiss. 
votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you. And this is the Sports Done Right podcast. Let me tell you something. North, south, east, and west. Nowhere better will you find all you want for Minnesota sports, my friends. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really, really appreciate it. And what can I say, man? It has been a wild, wild ride And speaking of Wild, let me give you an update. The Minnesota Wild all over the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Never a doubt. After two, they're up three to one. Three goals in the third period for the home team. And now the Minnesota Wild got themselves a victory. They are 9-8-2 on the season. Winnipeg falls to 11-6-1. We're going to have to talk soon to Mr. Alex Micheletti and his dad. We'll get them in after Thanksgiving and get us a little update here on the on the wild. It is hockey season, and let me tell you something. Uh, big trade, too. Ryan Reeves coming over from the New York Rangers to the wild as well for a draft pick. So the enforcer, as he's known, from the New York Rangers coming over here and Hey, hope he can uh, shake things up for him. So one other thing I want to tell you about, too, the Pigskin Podcast Network is the home network of the Sports Done Right podcast. And DraftKings Sportsbook, as you know, is our official sports betting partner of the NFL. It definitely is going to be my go-to when betting the NFL this holiday season. So right now, my friends, right now, New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. You heard me. Check it out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win, my friends. So, here's what we're going to do. You are going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code TPPN, the Pigskin Podcast Network. That's TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TPPN. There you go, folks. It doesn't get much better than that. So make sure you check out DraftKings Sportsbook partners of the Pigskin Podcast Network and this show as well. Well, I mean, you know, there's not really a lot to talk about with the Vikings, Gophers. You know, it it is what it is. You know, Vikings just got their asses just totally handed to them. It's that simple by the Dallas Cowboys. There was no positives whatsoever with this game. Vikings fall to 8-2. Definitely a great position to be in because, as you know, we did not expect to be here with a new squad. Or not so much a new squad, but, you know, New front office, new head coach, all that stuff. 
But here we are. Vikings. 40-3. And, you know, was it just too much to ask? Coming down off such a high. Well, you got to be ready to play, people. This is big boy football. And if that was the case, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not on the team. I'm not out there at headquarters. Then shame on them. I get it. Hell of a game in Buffalo. We all watched it. We all saw the historic catch. We saw the battle with Diggs and Jefferson. And everything that went into that incredibly insane game, right? Cool. But now this week, the Vikings are in a short week. Bill Belichick scheming. And by the way, this New England team that we think sucks so bad is, you know, they're 6-4. and four. Pretty, you know, decent defense. And now that defense is, you know, coming in here after, you know, playing well against the Jets as well and looking to get the Vikings on a short week. Okay, well... You better be prepared. I still think the Vikings are the better team. I don't get caught up so much in the point spreads and stuff because you got to remember with point spreads because, you know, with the game last week, everybody said, well, why is Dallas the favorite? And I always say, well, you know, bookies and, and Vegas, they're trying to get equal money on both sides of the bet. That's all the bet is. Don't worry. Don't take it, you know, too literal. But then Dallas comes in here and smokes us, and, and then you go, geez, why were they only a, a you know, four-point favorite? Just disappointing. Not a lot to say. You just got to rebound because you cannot lose on a short week to New England because then stuff starts getting in people's heads. And with that... If you lose to New England, let's just pull up our Viking schedule here. So we have New England tomorrow night, Thanksgiving night. Then you have the Jets coming in the following week. And then, you know, they're on the road December 11th, Detroit. And you know what the Gov always says about Detroit, man? It's just you never count that game. In the win column for the Vikings, because for some reason, the Lions just always play us tough. I don't know why. Always, for the most part. But then you got the Colts coming in, the Giants coming in, then the Vikings are on the road. The last two games at Green Bay, at Chicago to close it out. So, got to get this one in the win column. It's that simple. Real quick, talking about our Minnesota Timberwolves. They are now 10-8. and eight. They get a win tonight, 115-101, down in Indianapolis over the Indiana Pacers. Rudy Gobert, 21 points. Carl Anthony Town led the way with 23 points. And a star in the making, Jaden McDaniels, is really, really coming on, man. You got to keep an eye on this dude. He has 18 points, man, but he's bringing the energy. He's, he's the pseudo-alpha maybe this year, my friends. Uh, replacing Pat Bev. So definitely want to keep an eye on Jaden McDaniel. And, you know, good win for the Wolves. They got to keep it going because, again, the Timberwolves, you know, I pull up the NBA standings here. Bear with me one moment. And 
And real quick here, we go to the Western Division. You know, nobody running away with things. The Suns are on top. They're 11-6. and six. Okay. So, yeah, they've blown a few games early. Could have been in a much better position, but... It's just time to really just get their legs under them and start playing some winning basketball. They got expectations on them. It's time to deliver, and it's really that simple. We're going to have a few people on in the next few weeks that go in-depth on the Wolves here. I reached out to a couple of local Wolves folks, and hopefully they will be on the Sports Done Right podcast here in the next two to three weeks. But still early in the season. We're not at the 20-game mark yet. I like, you know, I usually start getting my beak wet in the NBA right around the 25th game. That's when you start, you know, really starting to see what's going to shake out for people, I think. And, you know, starting to see who's better, who's worse, who needs to work on things. And the Timberwolves still do. You know, they are not the best free-throw shooting team by any means. I think they're in the high 70s. Uh, percentile for that that has got to get much better you got to make free throws especially in the playoffs and if you can't you are going to lose close games it's that simple and people will foul you go to the hack a shack as they like to do so the wolves got to get better on that but hey tonight they get the win congratulations to them well done Uh, like i said let me go over to the eastern conference celtics on top um, nice game last night. Ben Simmons, he returns to Philadelphia with Brooklyn. He finally plays. And I think Ben now is finally starting to get over whatever kind of maybe mental hump was in his brain or whatever it was. I think he, he's starting to seem a little more comfortable on that court. He's starting to put up uh, some more points. Not to the, the point where his talent deems it probably should be, but he's getting there, I think. And hopefully for them, he starts, in, or I should say he keeps improving. So there you go. Cleveland Cavaliers, they're still hanging around the team to watch as well. Keep your eyes on these Cavaliers, man. Uh, no joke. They are a very, very good team. And, you know, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, Usman, Darius Garland. I mean, they got some players on that team. So Cleveland is definitely a team to keep an eye on over on the East as well. All right, with that, I'm going to get on out of here, people. Like I said, kind of an abbreviated show tonight. I just wanted to get something in before Thanksgiving. We're all going to be busy over the next few days. Maybe give you something to listen to here as you're doing something, running around, driving over to the relatives, whatever it is. But anyway, again, thank you guys so much. I appreciate all the support on the Sports Done Right podcast. Again, special shout out to Gopher Queen of Tailgates, the lovely Nadine Babu for all she's done with some awesome tailgates this year. Uh, Matt Nelson as well, 7th Avenue Pizza, man. What can I say? He is over there. He's he's fed us all year long with some tremendous pizza. Make sure you go get you some, you know, Hy-Vee, Byerly's Lunds, Kowalski's, wherever, man. They're popping up in new places all the time. Colborne's as well. So 7th Avenue Pizza, our friends at Cultivated CBD sent some stuff out as well. So they sent out some of the warming bombs, cooling bombs and things, some gummies. So make sure you go to CultivatedCBD.com. Tell them Vince Wright, the sports governor, sent you. And man, I'm telling you something. CBD products can be all over the place if you want stuff that works. It's cultivated CBD, my friends. So with that, I'm going to get out of here. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe out there, and we will catch up with you next week. 
Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.